Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hunting for Purpose podcast. This is, of course, our very first episode for 2022. We've had a nice big break with the podcast and all of the content, in fact, here at the Holly Marie for quite a while. So it feels really fresh and super exciting and just really new to come back with the podcast for the year ahead. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here and joining us again for all of you who listen. I'm starting the year off with a pretty alternative kind of episode, um, getting a bit more vulnerable, I guess a bit more weird, a bit more woo-woo up in here rather than the <laughs> kind of structural teaching that we normally do. Um, and I, for this first episode of the year, I'm bringing on a very, very dear friend of mine, a, a close online colleague, I guess <laughs> you would call her, my soul sister. We're welcoming on uh, Emily Mearns, who is a cosmic channel and energy guide. Welcome, Emily. Hello. I'm so excited to be here with you and your amazing audience as we step boldly into 2022. What Woo-hoo! an honor. Yes. So, Em, I realized before we came to recording, I don't think we've done a podcast episode specifically ever before, right? <laughs> but, no. um, but you and I, of course, work very closely together and have done for quite a while now. now I mean nearly three years I think so a lot of people who you know if you've ever been in one of my programs or courses or worked with me you'll probably know Emily um we, we're always sort of like weaving in and out of each other's <laughs> spaces and I just thought it would be so amazing to kick our year off on the podcast by utilizing Emily's beautiful gift as a channel um, and being able to tap into energetic guides and and bring whatever messages they want to bring for the year ahead um and also meet that with my splenic weirdness as a splenic manifester and um bring through some of the intuitive senses that I have had for the collective but also just for this this community of manifestors um so I, I think the duo is going to be fun. We really have no idea what's going to come through on this episode, right, Em? <laughs> yep, and it'll be amazing and perfect just as it's planned. <laughs> it's going to be so good. So can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are? Can you share um, a bit about your human design, your design type and all of those things, maybe how you came into human design and, and what is it that you do in your work, in your business? 
Yes, absolutely. So I am a three, five emotional projector and I came into human design through my experience of business coaching and feeling this maybe lifelong ever disconnect to who I truly was and how to honor my energetics, my unique flow within. And so I stumbled upon human design I think after you and you were a catalyst in me diving deeper into human design and you've forever helped me understand being a projector. So everyone who's in her community, just got to give a shout out. You are in the most amazing hands to learn about your human design. But it's powerful. I I love my human design and I've been living by my human design for the last two years. And that was a huge shift in my life, my business. And after I shifted into this energy of honoring being a projector, that's when most of my spiritual gifts began to kind of come online and open up and activate. And by allowing myself to really release more, I was able to find alignment more easily. So I've been doing this for a couple of years and I love guiding people in understanding their energy and how to connect more deeply to their own soul gifts. And I also enjoy channeling beautiful messages to provide guidance and clarity for everybody, including myself, so that we can all live in harmony and unity in this world. Mm, so good. I love, you know, when you're really up close with somebody's journey, right? Like you and I operate so closely with each other. Um, it's almost like that experience is your own experience. There's such a, like a symbiosis with it. And that makes me realize that I haven't even stepped back far enough to see the timeline of your own, <laughs> your journey, because I've been in it with you, <laughs> seeing, yes. right? Like seeing, um, that, you know, human design really gave you uh, almost like that, that structure, like that language to get into alignment, which was the portal to opening up, like all of these incredible gifts that you have to be, to be a channel. Um, That's been so, so beautiful to witness. And I just love, I love that connection between the two of them. Like human design is a gateway. It's like a, (laughs) it's a drug to other things. Yeah. It is. I had a client ask me once, what does human design or how does human design work in your realm of spirituality? Is that your whole thing that you dive into? And I always say that it's a tool in my toolbox. It's one of the tools that I've used to help enact this beautiful spiritual journey. And it's really what I feel is giving yourself permission to be you. And that might be different than the conditioning of general society that we've grown up in. And it's really powerful when we're able to kind of step back into that space of, I know who I am and I know how to honor that and create boundaries and all of these things. And then it all just kind of unfolds from there. So I yeah, I had uh, you know, one of my beautiful clients say that she finds that human design is descriptive, not prescriptive that, you know, other systems are really prescriptive, that it's, it's very like, here's, here's the things that you need to do, like go and take the medicine and do these things. And then you'll be in alignment. Whereas human design is just a descriptive system. It says like, you don't need to do anything. If, if, if there is anything to do, it's to release, to release things that aren't within you already. So I love that really kind of really succinct, (laughs) like revelation, you know, it's, it's, a helpful tool among many helpful yeah. tools. 
Um, if anybody was listening to the final episode that I did last year, I did like a 2021 reflections episode as our last one in 2021, obviously. Um, and I was sharing that one of the key experiences that we had had in our, our journey of scaling the business over here, this, not this year, last year now, gosh, get with the program last year, um, is that we as a team worked very, very closely with Emily, um, as our energetic guide. So I think we worked with you must've been from about March, February or March onwards, I think Mm -hmm. last year and every single month you channeled for the business channeled for me, for every one of the staff members, um, did, energy clearing, bought healings, bought upgrades, um, brought messages. And of course, we're continuing to do that in 2022. But um, can you describe what that experience was like? I mean, particularly, I think, in terms of what our our audience is interested in, like, we have a team full of manifestors, and the business is even a manifestor. So like, that's a lot of manifestor energy to work in (laughs) with channeling. How did you Mm -hmm. find that whole journey? Well, what's beautiful about the dynamic that you've created within your business is that although manifestors are powerful energy, you have created such a harmonious flow within each manifestor role and you guide in such a beautiful way, you communicate in such a powerful way and initiate that it allows there to be a type of balance within the structure. I could see that in a possible different scenario with a different type of lead manifestor energy who's guiding and setting that that space that it could maybe not be so productive and really evolutionary and expansive, but that's exactly what I got to witness on the energetic side, truly as like a whole year's growth, because I think it was around February or March. And this was when your business was already thriving and doing so beautiful within the manifestor community and what you've created but also really ready to grow and pivot into these next level timelines. It's almost like you built this foundation and then it was growing and building these skyscrapers on top of it. And that's kind of where you're at now, but it's so powerful to see the power of manifestors when they honor their human design. Mm. And I think that word is really big honoring because everyone honors their own role and that creates space for you to, to be that powerful manifester and to be heard and to initiate, but to still stay, like I said, in that harmonious balance within the business. Mm, For sure. I, you know, and again, like I mentioned this in, in that episode last year, I think our, our commitment to investing financially as a business into this service with you was one of the key pillars that allowed us to do I mean not only to initiate and create an extraordinary number of things I mean the level of productivity that we had as a team was just beyond it I'm still confused when I look back right (laughs) at how much we were able to do last year um But of course, that had a huge financial impact. And so you were right, like at the beginning of last year, the business was already thriving and it was already doing really well. But I think that that ability to have that um, sort of like real time connection with guidance and with the energetic tone of things and to clear things out quickly and to move forward in aligned directions, that allowed us to quantum leap. So we quantum leaped financially, we quantum leaped 
um, with a following, we quantum leaped. With engagement, we just across the board, we we quantum leaped. And that was a really wild experience to be yeah. part of and to, to yeah. be in the mix of. So it's something that I highly, highly recommend. I know it's it's out of the box, right? It's it's really strange. It's like, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm super proud that we have like an energetic channeler on speed dial. Yeah. And what's so powerful too, is highlighting the fact that your business before you even brought me on had already submerged itself into this way of a spiritual business. You are highly splenic intuitive. So you've all, you, you have guidance, but what was really powerful is when you would say, you know, I feel like there's just something not clicking or there's something here and I can't quite figure it out. There's some kind of staticky frequency. Like you would come to me or I would come to you, but it was powerful to be like, all right, let me dive in and see what we can pull out. And we would pull a couple things. You say, whoa, wow. Yeah. Never thought about that. Or, oh, that's it. I just, you know, and it's really it's all things that we all like you have access to this, but sometimes when there's a little chaos or there's maybe a blind spot, it is so powerful and helpful to have that kind of outside reflection, be able to be given to you to help get back in clarity that much quicker. Because I think that did really aid in your business's ability to quantum leap so quickly this year and continuing on into 2022. Right. Right. Yeah. I felt that, um, Exactly like you said, there were, you know, like there's a lot about my uh, energetic design that is, is, it is very splenic, it's very intuitive, but I'm also very tapped into rhythms, right, and, and patterns and frequencies. I can feel those things, I can sense those things, but traditionally those are the things that would have taken me several months to then sort of calculate and, and figure out, like, oh, I've got this sense of, of dissonance of discord going on, but now I need to find it. I've got to discover where that actually is in the concrete reality. And I found with channeling that I, there was none of that guesswork anymore. It was just like, oh, that, that two months that I normally would have spent, that's gone. That timeline's collapsed. I could just, you know, message you and be like, something feels off. And 24 hours later, you'd be like, hmm, and it's this. <laughs> And so we cleared it and it was, and I think it just allowed us to move at such um, a really uh, like an unexpected speed, right. In a, in a way that I think manifestors are not used to. And it showed me um, that limitless power of, of any energy, but certainly of manifestor energy when it's not only aligned, but when it's supported by outside yeah. things. I think it allowed us to be very collective in our business and very harmonious and see, you know, see each other's individual journeys through that guidance and then see the business's journey and see that even though when we were on very different pages at a lot of times, right, some, maybe some of the staff were going through inner child stuff and, you know, some of us were dealing with trauma stuff or whatever it may be, that still wove this collective tapestry it was just remarkable how it all came together and uh, you know I personally think that that's one of the big themes for this year ahead is this movement from you know into collective and and I personally got a bit of a taste of that in the business mm. last year kind of seeing that on a small scale I'm so excited to see it on a bigger scale as as we move yeah. out but um, I'm really curious about what I, I know you've already been in channel about this year and you've already spoken to some of the 
some of the beings <laughs> come through from channel. So, so not my area of skill set. I'm like, <laughs> Emily just, she speaks to things. <laughs> just, there are things that come through and they speak to her in her lounge room, in her head. <laughs> um, so I'm really curious about like what, what messages have already come through? What have they already shared? And, and I guess like, who are they? Who's talking to you? What do they want to say? Yeah, absolutely. So I connect with a bunch of, I like to call them intergalactic cosmic beings because I'm a firm believer that we are not the only ones here in this beautiful universe of all the different dimensions. So I connect with a group of beings called the Arcturians and their primary goal is to assist us during this time, truly by bringing back remembrance. They tell me often that we have a lot of these um deep knowings within our DNA and it's about unraveling and getting to that place of just remembering so oftentimes when you hear channeled messages it might be like you've already heard that before so their goal is to really get us back to that place of remembering to ignite a lot of the healers and that's a lot of people in your audience so they're really excited to be here today they're going to be channeling um all the information, guidance, just some things that they want you to hold near and dear to your heart throughout the year. And they feel that this message will carry itself throughout this entire year. So whether you are listening in January, July, December, 2022, it will be applicable to you at any time your soul finds this because we work in the quantum realms. We bypass time and space in the world that I, that I work in. Um, I like to connect to lots of different beings, Pleiadians, the Lumerians, fairies, dragons, unicorns, angels, um, ancestors, departed loved ones, all of the energy that is just truly here to help you activate and align in your soul mission to the deepest ability. And that's my role is giving over my, my voice so that the messages can come through and, and touch your soul today so that you can feel just more empowered in who you are and what you've come here to do. Mm, so good. So good. I know that uh, the ancestors on my team are very chatty and very um, blunt and direct and loud and they like to be heard uh, which is like not surprising I have kind of a generational history of manifestors <laughs> so, <laughs> knowing that even from the other side they're like hey listen up I'm informing you that always it always makes me laugh um, so I know that you know like a lot of the messages that I've had personally they're just they're really profound they just hit really directly um but I you know I I also love I love listening to you channel for you know these like wider energies and these wider messages because we're so here's one of the things that I think we're starting to learn this year that you know we're moving from this state of uh sort of separated individualism right where everything has been about self and survival and hustle and push, right? All of those kind of external things that we've seen. Um, but now we're moving into this space of learning to be individuals within the collective, right? So an individual uh, invested in their own alignment and their own journey, because that then becomes of service to the collective. So there's these like, there's webs that join us, that bind us together. And I think that we're starting to see, particularly over the last two years, that we can be so different and yet we're all having the same collective experience. Like 
where where it all connected it's all you know it's like real time for all of us and there's nothing like a global pandemic to teach you that right (laughs) what you are experiencing on your side of the world is the same as what I am experiencing on my side of the world and um, there just seems like a really beautiful sense of harmony and peace and like settling of that lesson as we come into this year so um yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear <laughs> what the higher energies have to say about that, right? Because that's just like my limited human understanding of it. <laughs> yes, yes. They definitely agree that there is so much power being put right now into every individual's hands. And they want to encourage you to remember that even though the outside circumstances of the way the government is set up, the way the world is set up, the way even the smallest scenario is set up for you, that you have such power in the thoughts that you hold, in the emotions that you hold, in the actions that you take, whether it be big or small. Because so often us as humans do not gift ourselves the belief and that beautiful magic within that we have that power to enact that change because we feel so insignificant just as one person. But simply deciding to do something different to better support yourself can create a ripple to then change the world. Mm -hmm. So it is really being asked to believe in this power of the process and the power that each individual person holds. And this year is really the Arcturians are channeling through and they're saying, we are asking you to really stand tall in who you are and what you have come here to do. Oftentimes, we want the entire blueprint to be laid out in front of us so that it seems a little more safe and a little more easy to go down that route, especially they're saying after the years that we have endured where maybe we aren't trusting of what will come of this year, but they're saying no matter how chaotic the world is, the events are, the year is, look how you still thrive through 2020. Look how you still thrived and you are still here where you are more boldly, beautifully standing tall in who you are, even in this, these last two years, that it doesn't matter what's to come. Even if it were to get quote unquote worse, it's really that emotional attachment that we add to it. Mm. So it's allowing ourselves to believe that no matter what happens, you have the power to create the most divine experience that you desire to have. And if more people can start believing that, then that energy begins to carve out this new world that we are stepping into because it's going to become in this year coming up in 2022, it'll become more prevalent than ever of almost like these two worlds. I know that some people have been talking about the splitting of worlds and going into 5D or 3D. These simple ways of thinking and viewing the world, are you living in trust and love or are you still living in fear? So we're going to start to see these subtle shifts and it truly begins internally by looking within, grounding ourselves and doing that internal work rather than looking outside of ourselves for those quick answers, quick fix solutions. The process is going to create power and it's going to allow more beauty to unfold in our lives. Mm. To me, 2020 and 2021 very much felt collectively 
like the great crumbling, right? Yeah. That there was this sense overall that we as a humanity, the reality that we'd lived in was crumbling. But then at the same time, we were in the lived experience of individual systems crumbling too, right? We were, we were seeing governments crumbling and financial systems crumbling and health systems and, um, you know, the nine to five workplace and like our racial inequality and gender inequality. We were seeing all of these sort of pillars that we'd been living on just falling apart. It was like great towers, you know, coming down. And I know that, um, you know, I've seen a lot of content from astrologers and I've, I've spoken to a number of the people in my circle that do astrology and, and there sort of seems to be this like continued message of like, don't expect 2022 to be great. Like it's still going to be, it's still going to be like super bad and super hard. And that's not the sense that I have at all. That's, that doesn't, that doesn't resonate with me. I don't think that 2022 is going to be sunshine and roses. But uh, the sense that I have rhythmically is that the, the pattern and the journey that we're going through is that um, we're moving from that intensive crumbling into now a time of like receptive rebuilding. There's a, like a, a feminine energy quality to this where it's about learning to receive now while at the same time um, rebuilding those systems in a new way and that's tough that's a tough gig and I think that that's going to feel relentless at some point it's going to feel very like just give me a break because I'm tired (laughs) from all the crumbling like I don't I don't want to rebuild but um I I believe that that starts on individual level right can you can you commit to rebuilding those structures within yourself and knowing that that, you know, the sum of all the parts then becomes the whole. Yeah. Yeah. And you're exactly right. I think 2020 and 2021 showed us that no matter what is thrown at you, it is about you and how you handle it. That's such a common saying of you can't, um, you can't control what others do to you, just how you react that on a larger scale. And so many people really ignited that light within themselves and they showed themselves what they were really made of. I know for us, we can say that we were really astounded with maybe how we dug in deeply when it felt extremely chaotic. And it was like, I am not going to let this take me down. How can I still shine? Right? Because the whole idea of this life is to not give up and stay defeated. It's to still find that sense of thriving, no matter what the situation. And so with that crumbling, there has been a lot of awakening. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of empowerment coming back. And that is very needed for this rebuilding stage that we are entering, which I foresee being the next two to three years, but it doesn't have to be this heavy lifting brick by brick building. It might be like that in this uh, 2022 year, but it's almost as if those of you who are listening, your soul is on this journey that's been guided here for a reason, because you are those warriors in the sense you are paving the pathway you are initiating you are creating all of this newness it's almost like if you visualize a city that you are rebuilding from the ground up that is what everyone is doing with these new ideas so it's really powerful manifestor community listening that you believe in yourself and you believe in the 
initiations that that have that have come to you because it was not random mm. you were the exact person that is designed to have that initiation so that it can roll out in this world we we quite literally cannot continue to evolve without the power of manifestors standing confidently in your truth and truly all human designs for anyone listening you know they all have their role but it's really powerful at this time to to stand true in that nature and so allowing that to be your driving force in this rebuilding it's taking action it's being quite fearless because there is no pathway the whole world like you said it's all crumbled around us so it's like okay there is no guidebook i don't know what to do but in my heart I know, right? We know in our heart, we know the guiding way. So it's once again, tuning back into yourself, getting grounded, getting anchored, figuring out what it is calling from within and then how you can birth and initiate that out into the world so you can help rebuild it over these next few years so that when the next generations come, we have this beautifully supportive world for all of these beautifully enlightened humans. Mm. I, you know, the words that, that really come to me through that are trust, deeply trust the divinity of your urges that, you know, it's so much more profound and sacred than just, oh, Hey, like this urge is great. Like it's going to work out. It's going to be really good. There is, there is divine energy and purpose to every single urge um you know and and within the manifesto teachings i share a lot about the nuanced difference between ideas versus urges because ideas do have these sort of uh fluid movements to them ideas are amazing we need ideas they're they're incredible they're innovative they're progressive and they'll move from person to person right but but urges a manifesto's creative urge is as exclusive to you as your DNA, right? It's coming through you as your own conduit. You are the person to birth it. And so if you don't birth it, it doesn't get done. If you don't initiate it, it doesn't get initiated. And I I think that we have spent, as a manifesto community, we've spent the last two years unlearning. It's been a great unlearning and, and healing. And I can't think of any more special a step in in the journey ahead for this year than to say with all of that unlearning and with all of that healing I'm now going to put all of my energy into trusting that whatever is coming through me is needed for this rebuilding right that I will place my blocks I will initiate the things that come through me knowing that everyone around me is doing the same thing Um, and we build this we build this whole new world it's very Aladdin right like it's a whole it's a whole new world like it's but that's how we do it like urge by urge by urge by urge like how how deep can you go in trusting that urge to initiate it and let it come through because that's that's where the magic's at that's where the magic's at and it you said it right there trust that is the key word to this whole process because the mind will want you to question everything that is how we have been conditioned to stay safe especially in this ever-changing world when we're all grasping for that sense of safety but once again remembering that comes from within but i'm also being encouraged to share that there is power in community as well mm-hmm. and connection um so within this internal space within this taking a moment and and bringing the lens within you it is also simultaneously 
this year is asking you to branch out even further than you ever have before because the last couple of years have been so solitary kind of internal in a sense it's been almost like a cocoon inside the the shell so in building in rebuilding there is that power of the community and that connection and that will allow it to speed up exponentially rather than staying slightly disconnected and feeling like you have to do it all on your own there's power in doing it on your own but there's also a multitude of power doing it when you're connected with others mm, for sure i know that um a lot of people spiritually woke up right over the last couple of years we now have a lot more healers light workers star seeds i mean there's a lot of different a lot of different names for them but i think we just spiritually got kind of booted in the butt mm. and right it was like time to wake up now if you haven't done it already now is the time um so a lot of people have, have been coming through that that very kind of uh chaotic and messy and emotional process of spiritual awakening right it's, it's not pretty it's challenging what is the message if any for all of these kind of newly founded healers out there mm. The first thing coming through is you're not alone and you've never been alone. Oftentimes uh, we feel that because it is somewhat the case in the sense that all light worker energy workers have been displaced all over the world because there needs to be that healing and awakening all over. So if you can imagine they all decided to just be in one central place, there'd be a lot of light in that place, but a lot of darkness in the rest of the world. So we've all been dispersed all around and the way that you the way that you connect with because they're like you're not alone you never have been it's simply about turning your light on a little more brightly so how do you do that you speak up you vocalize you stand more powerfully in just who you are you start talking about the things that light up your soul you start sharing more about that and by default the universe is going to start bringing in aligned energies and people who understand that you can ask for it you know initiate that say i am calling this in i want more people to connect with whether it's virtual whether it's in your physical space knowing that remember you have all the power to create what you desire and so it's starting with those thoughts and remembering that you are not alone that's what they want to say. You are not alone. I know that sounds so simple, but sometimes we got to remember that because we can get very overwhelmed possibly in this human experience, but connecting with those who understand you, who are on somewhat of the same frequency allows your energy to expand even more. And then you guys start to really activate one another. And it's a ripple effect in the whole world and community that you're in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's so um common for manifestors to to be lone wolves right we kind of often have this experience of loneliness and um i feel that's one of the great uh kind of calls and charges for me this year and and arguably i believe that this is probably why i chose to come as a line four manifesto right you know nothing in our design is random or meaningless and so there's always a message and there's always a meaning and there's always a purpose um and i'm always searching for that equally part of my design to always be searching <laughs> for the depth, the depth things, right? always the depth um you know it's really part of my my mission for this year ahead to to bring that intimacy and connection 
between mm-hmm. people, right, as, as much as I can within the expansiveness of my own power. And that's why, you know, as a team, even though we spent 2021 having a lot of success with, with digital courses and products and, and things, we're now moving into a focus on in-person work. Again, completely illogical. Like I'm on the other side of the world to most of, most of my audience. Like half of my audience speak German and I don't speak German and it's still a pandemic and travel is still difficult, but it, that doesn't matter. That's it right. doesn't matter, right? Because this, this need and this call is so much greater than all of the 3D material elements, right? They'll, they'll disappear. They'll just vanish off to the side, yeah. right? And, and-, and that's a journey in itself. Yeah. And that, and you are a living example. Thank you for, for sharing that because you are really an example of what we've been saying of no matter the outside circumstances you've chosen, well, I get to have full control and choose my power in this. So first I'm choosing my thoughts and you're like, I don't need to stress about anything of when this or that I'm just deciding I am having, not I want, but I am having, right. It's the words we choose to I'm having in-person events. I'm creating this structure. This is what my business is doing. And you're trusting that it'll all fall into place exactly as it should, because it will. And that's how it works you're choosing to have that power back in that situation. And then we're going to do another podcast in a year. And we'll be like, and look what you did. You chose (laughs) and it happened. Well, look what we (laughs) both did, you know, (laughs) I think we were talking at the beginning of last year and you were, you were really like, oh, you're like, I I just want to develop this this gift of channeling like I'm you were such yeah. a newbie at it like a newbie giraffe you know with like knobbling <laughs> knees and not not quite knowing how to walk and you were like that's all I want to do this year and, and now look at you I mean <laughs> that's all I wanted I was like I just want to be fluid at channeling and now it feels like it is as easy as just thinking thoughts quite frankly yeah um, yeah and it's the power of persistence and honestly belief there were so many times where I wanted to question and quit and be like how do you know? Are we sure? Like, how do we really know? But when you just trust it and you believe truly magic becomes real in your life. And it's such a beautiful thing to witness. And that's the world we're stepping into Mm. this beautiful world. We're in the fifth dimension. Now that's this higher level thinking that that's this, this energy of belief of taking these aligned risks in a way that you are not playing small anymore, not letting the fear sit in the forefront. And you're just confidently allowing yourself to breathe deeply, knowing that you are living an authentic life that you've created intentionally. That's, that's the whole goal and energy moving forward. Mm here for that. (laughs) Can we talk about control? You just mentioned control before. And I, you know, to me, control really is the, um, I guess the shadow of control because control in itself is not necessarily bad, but the, that shadow aspect of control is really the, the core element of the hustle culture that we've been living in. Right. And a lot of the times in human design, we say, oh, that hustle culture has been really, really good for the generators and the manifesting generators, but it's really bad for the non-sacrals. And I, I don't actually think that's true per se. I think that hustle culture has been toxic even for our sacral beings yes. because they've learned that their energy is to be used for obligation rather yeah. than for joy um and so hustle culture has been bad for all of us <laughs> let's just make yes. that clear it's like being bad for everybody across the board but um you know of course through a pandemic we've seen a significant breakdown 
in hustle culture because it could not exist. It could not sustain because we didn't have workplaces to go to anymore. And like, you know, everyone was kind of financially hit and we couldn't run away from things by, by traveling and having busy schedules. We sat in our homes and, uh, you know, for a lot of us tried to mute our thoughts out with Netflix until there was nothing left on Netflix. Right? It was just this like pervasive, like the hustle is gone. Busyness is gone. Um, And my sense is that this year, 2022, is going to be about us collectively relearning a new way, right? Relearning a way that is not hustle. But that, that is going to inherently challenge that control, that we've always been taught to have. Because hustle really, it's, it's just about control, right? It's about saying like, if I can control my schedule, if I can control how busy I am, how productive I am, then I'm, then I'm controlling how valuable I am, right? I set the tone, I set the metric and it's, it's false. It's an illusion. It doesn't actually really work that way. But um, I think that's going to be the great reckoning for a lot of people. I am, what's the way to say this? My spleen's always like, oh, pick the words um what's what's the message about that I mean what what do any of the higher level guides want to say about control or about hustle so when you think about control and hustle in a way it is just another programming of the matrix to keep you disconnected from your core self and that's where you truly get all that inner guidance like I'm not just some special person that has access to channeling quite frankly, everyone has access to getting channeled guidance from their guidance team and, and, and more deeply just their inner soul, their self, their heart. And so we've seen this over the last couple of years become present within the chaos, how there's been these other type of things, supports that disconnect us even further when you would think that, ooh, a quarantine might be great for the humans. They might take time to really connect when many did and many woke up during that time. Many also got detached from self even further by technology, mm-hmm. um, uh, world events, and just a, a lot of things outside of themselves. And so what we're feeling is important to share in this year and moving forward is that in this divide, there's also going to be this bigger pressure of disconnect and technology is coming through. There's going to be a lot of technological advances and a lot of fun things in the technology world, but they're asking you to stay grounded within that growth of technology and not allowing a disconnect from self to occur. So continuing to connect to yourself in, in ways. And this is going, they're just, they're wanting to really share this and not give specific examples because they want everyone to listen and think, what does that mean for me to connect to myself more? How do I honor that for myself? Does that mean creating different habits and rituals? Does that mean fully revamping my life and how I'm really thinking about things? Um, is it creating just different supports, journaling, meditating, breath work, simple things that you can add into your life? Um, But they're saying that in this process of connecting to yourself more, it will allow that detachment from control, the detachment from hustle, because in that space, although the mind and all of the conditioning will make you think and feel that it will 
create less success for you by doing that, you will actually be more successful the quieter you get and the slower you become it will quite honestly become so clear for you and you will feel so at home in that space. And so you're really being encouraged to disconnect from anything that is telling you you have to do something in the name of hustle and control. Uh, control comes about because we are fearful, the ego as well. So it's going back into your heart, into your core, your, your, your sacral center and remembering who you are and that beautiful gift that you have within. That message 100% goes out to all of the manifestors currently in a rest cycle, stressing about how to make money. (laughs) I keep telling you guys, you can still make money in a rest cycle. You just got to (laughs) stop. You just got to listen, right? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um. One of my kind of personal senses for the year, and I don't, you know, like a lot of people I think are coming around to this idea. I don't set resolutions. I don't set goals. I don't think it's in in my nature as a manifester to do that because I will go wherever my urges take me to go. Um, but one of the senses that I have is that I'm, I'm really going to enjoy the experience of mastering time this year, of going deeper into those layers of time and releasing more my limited understanding of time and in doing so learn to bend time and work outside of time very much in that quantum reality um i I think that that's that's a global theme right us recognizing that time is not what we have thought of as time right that uh you know, perhaps we would have said that a day is quick and a year is long, but those labels are no longer going to fit anymore. That's, that's not the reality. That's not the truth. Um, what are, what are the thoughts on that? What's the insight on time? Mm. I like that question. That's good. That is part of the shift as we move into this space disconnecting from the connection that we have to time. So a lot of times, it's funny, a lot of times we feel that, (laughs) um, and this is coming through specifically for your audience that they're behind in the game Mm -hmm. or feeling like they've, they've lost out on time and, um, or that it's going to take a lot of time to be successful and attain what they want to attain. And what kind of what we talked about earlier in this episode of quantum leaping and condensing time is quite honestly all in the energetics. It's all from going within and it's choosing, once again, here we are, those thoughts, emotions, and beliefs to quicken that time, clearing anything that's blocking you from really getting to where you want to be. And so, the more that you are connected with yourself, the more that you allow the healing to occur and the more that you step into the process of soul expansion, you will begin to bypass that time kind of conditioning that we live under, which is the fourth dimension. And the reason we have time and space is because in our dense reality of 3D, it makes 
it makes things a little more applicable and we are able to set distances and um, have measurements and it just creates different little systems within bigger systems. And so I love the fact that you are going deep this year and you're exploring that and really kind of busting through what time had looked like for you and what that means and how you can really grow and you're right. We would have said a year is really long, but the past two years have gone by like a snap. So it's really saying be present. Time is going to go by so quick, so fast, whatever it is, be present with where you are at and what you are intentionally creating and really make the most of every moment that this time allows you to have. You know, I think that uh, you and I had a couple of conversations maybe around the beginning of 2020 as well, where we were talking about, it feels like time is speeding up. It feels yeah. like things are going faster and there was kind of no, no concrete evidence for that. It just felt like, why, <laughs> why, why is everything so fast now? Why is there this sense of like, it reminded me of when my children were babies and, and it would feel like the days were long, but the years were short. There was just yeah. this kind of like, I'm in it and I'm present and it feels endless here. But then I, I turn around and it's collapsed. It's gone. It's like it was, it went by in an instant. Um, and I, I do feel over the last two years, we've adjusted to that. Like a, there's no longer this sense of like, oh, it's going really quickly, but it's like, uh, it's almost as though we're now toddlers in this yeah. this timeline like what but how do things work here <laughs> what does yeah what if, if everything's going this quickly then what does time mean here and um again kind of playing back into that hustle culture like how productive can I be here then like what can my output be and uh that's that's quite confrontational I think when we look at like we try to apply that to what does that actually mean for my daily life like what does that mean for my business or for my family or for my schedule right how do we how do we manage time outside of time yeah that's good everybody start working on time it's gonna be weird this year it's just gonna, it's be, gonna weird. be a weird one this year. <laughs> right. um i know that one of the themes astrologically that's come through and again like most people know i i don't resonate a lot with astrology i don't put a lot of stock in in astrological themes i'm certainly not like an astrological reader by any means um but i do pick up on energetic themes coming through in astrology particularly collective themes and um there seems to be quite a planetary astrological theme this year of shifting money um mm -hmm. and i if if there's going to be any major crumbling this year i think it's going to be in that i think it's going to be in the financial systems that we currently have in place and almost like a pulling back the veil right like we we i mean this this year 2021 we pulled back the veil on capitalism and yeah. like really saw it and mm -hmm. it was ugly it was so ugly um and i think we're going to have that same experience this year with the financial industry i guess the financial system the global economy i think that we're gonna at some point this year have a, a pull the curtain back moment and see like oh there's the controllers there's there's the people yeah. who have been pulling the strings and this is the type of strings they've been pulling and so um 
you know, I wonder what that means for us as, as we approach money, because money's so necessary. Yeah. So necessary. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not evil, uh, but we all, we've all got some pretty big wounding around yeah. money. I mean, if people haven't worked on that in the last little while, then they're going to be working on it this That's year, <laughs> right? Like money's coming up, peeps. It's on right. the agenda. Um, are there, are there any insights into money? Like how do we, how do we begin to navigate that as humans this year? Yeah. So there, we are at a place in our evolution where it can go many different ways for a new course within our financial structure all over the world. And we've seen this with different types of currencies been rolled out in the last couple of years and the, um, intention to really kind of build that as maybe a possible different solution. And so the guidance that they're providing really is that it's not a yes, no, if that's the one, or if it should shift, many people already know deep down that the way that it's set up right now is not to benefit majority. So in this new world that we have the grace of building up again, we have that power to speak up and to really take action and dig into whatever you feel is that best course in route keeping, you know, grounded love in your heart. But there are many ways that it can go. And so this year there will continue to be, like you said, kind of that crumbling within the financial realms. Veils will be pulled back. There will be aha moments and realizations for the collective. And then moving forward in the next maybe two or three years, there will be some different things rolled out, some different options and maybe ways that it could go. And there is this very optimal time that we are in to kind of cultivate a, a more beneficial financial structure for everybody involved. And then piggying, piggybacking off of that statement, they would also like me to reiterate that, yes, there is a lot of generational healing. There is a lot of financial healing uh, to be had for everyone. Even if you have already done that, they're saying there's still some beautiful things we all get to clear this year because we are being asked to step even more boldly, like even more tall into who we are. And within that, that is you allowing yourself to receive wealth at higher capacities, simply because you know that you are worthy of receiving that because you know that that wealth will bring you stability, it will bring you clarity, it will allow you to do the mission that you came here to do. We could go on and on of building you up of all the power that wealth will bring you, but there is going to be some, some big abundance coming to everybody if you so desire and claim it and let yourself heal where you need to. Um, so it was kind of like a two-part answer. They wanted to kind of talk about the healing, but they were also saying that there, there, there are ways, it's almost like I can see it going 10 different ways. It's like, there's a couple things that we already have that are in our now awareness of humanity that might be beneficial for financial, but there's also these non-birthed ideas that will be coming out throughout the year that could be possible enhancements for the systems. Who knows? Maybe a manifesto will be initiating. I want to <laughs> So it's got to be a manifesto somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like that. I, you know, I feel like I personally have spent 
many, many years. You and I have both spent many years like working on our money story and our like money belief systems and really shifting the energetic frequency um, that we hold around money. And um, in some ways that makes me feel like I kind of have a breath of relief. I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit ahead of the game, right? <laughs> like I've done, I've done some of the hard stuff, but um, I, you know, I, I, what are the words around this? I keep getting the sense, and I think you touched on it before, that within the, the manifesto movement, within the manifesto community kind of globally, there is this sense of like, oh, I'm, I, that thing passed me by or I've run out of time or I'm too late for that. Like, oh, I didn't spend the last three years working on my money mindset. And so now I'm, I'm screwed or like I let that creative urge pass me by and that could have made me money or that could have made me successful. Um, I just feel like there's a really intrinsic link between those things amongst manifestors, maybe amongst everybody, but but certainly amongst manifestors, this whole like, I can't do it now because I didn't do it before. So, so now like time's up. Um, and I just, I feel like that's a real falsehood. It, that's just not, it's not true, right? If you, if you haven't uh, taken the time or the opportunity previously to dive into your relationship with money, do it now. Absolutely. Start now. Now is the perfect time to start. Yeah. The only reason you're feeling that way is because you're comparing yourself to someone else. But when Mm -hmm. you believe that your journey is exactly designed perfect for you, which it is, then you trust that at that time that your soul is ready to heal the money stories, that that time has come. So if you're listening and you're feeling like, oh no, I haven't done that the last couple of years. Well, guess what? This is the right exact time. Your soul has guided you to hear this episode. So this is your invitation to do that, to dive into that. And we are actually still very early in the game of this shift, right? The next five years is still going to be early in the game. So we are still building that foundation. And within that, it's, you're not too late. You're right on time. Mm. It ha- The train has not passed you by. It is just arriving to pick you up. It's just remembering that your journey is exactly perfect for you and it can't be compared to anyone else's but there's power in your journey so we're honoring exactly where we are right here today and everything that's going to unfold for us in this year ahead especially all the beautiful money and wealth that's going to come to you allowing yourself to do the healing as you need to Mm -hmm. (laughs) my spleen really wants to talk about social media and my head really does not want to talk about social media. <laughs> and I'm having this internal war right now. <laughs> like, but I don't want to talk about that. I think I'm sick of, I'm sick of uh, addressing it. Right. But um, that I think there's something in that. There's some, there's some message in that. Maybe I think that the way that we have uh, been using social media is very out of balance for everyone um and perhaps our approach has been to like throw the baby out with the bathwater, right to say like social media is terrible and so I'm either completely in it and out of alignment or I'm completely out of it and you know like keeping that door closed and not utilizing it at all but um you know the I guess like the egalitarian in me says no there has to be a middle 
there has, you know, the pendulum has to, to swing back to balance in that. Um, you know, what is that? What is that balance? What do we need to know about social media? Choose, choose it as it feels supportive for you. So constantly being aware, and this can be in any tech, any way of how you use technology, if you do video games, anything, but social media specifically for this conversation is use it as a way to benefit you. Use it as a way to grow your soul and to connect back with you. So you can consume information, but do it in a way that is supportive. When you feel, and this is going to take you kind of honoring your, your flow and understanding yourself, when you feel it out of balance and you're starting to do it where you're consuming too much, you're losing yourself, you are comparing, um, that's when you want to set some boundaries, maybe setting those time restraints. I'll give an example on my social media on Instagram. I have every single one, except you and a couple of their close friends <laughs> muted on their posts and their stories, because my Instagram is, it's like my little mansion. It's my home. I don't want to walk in and have someone sell me girl scout cookies and then being like, Hey, I'm over, you know, it's like, I don't want to come in and see everyone's posts. It's for me. I'm honoring myself and my energy. And I want to create a beautiful experience because social media technology can be very powerful, very beneficial if done in such a beautiful blended, like appropriate way for you, it'll be different for everybody else, especially depending on your types, just who you are. You might want to change how you do it as your life is changing and flowing and going, but allow yourself to just honor what it is for you. Once again, not having to fit any box, any mold or doing it like anyone else does it. It's choosing how it feels good for you and, and standing, you know, powerfully in that choice and moving forward in that way. Yeah. That really brings me back to, I, I think you and I've been saying this, this to each other for a long time, that energy is always greater than the algorithm. It's, yeah. it's always greater than the algorithm. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that we just don't ever give the energy within us and around us the opportunity to demonstrate that because they're oh, yeah. like so busy trying to meet the algorithm. <laughs> they're like energy doesn't even have an opportunity. To yeah, you're witness. totally burnt out and you're really, you're not even connected with yourself when you're trying to connect with that algorithm. I know I used to do that where I'd post four times a week terrible engagement. Now I honestly post when spirit tells me to, when I'm feeling called, when I'm like, my audience needs a confidence activation, we're doing it or whatever it is. And then I'll post, I can't tell you the last time I put, I don't pay attention to any of that, but it's because you just have to honor what that process is and kind of detach from any of the algorithm things that you think you have to do, whatever you think you have to do, throw that out the window and do what you want to do. That's my mm. advice for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's keep it real simple. You make your own rules. <laughs> yep. make your own rules. If you ever feel like you're telling yourself, I have to, I should have throw that out the window. What do I want to do and honor that? Cause your soul and heart will never lead you astray. <laughs> That's right. It's always going to be greater. It's always going to be greater yeah. to pursue that. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good reminder for me, <laughs> especially as we're in like a, you know, at the time of recording this, I'm in a bit of a social media hermit kind of space, like not not doing any content and not engaging with anything. So I, that's a good reminder for me to be like, just hold on to that, Holly. When you when you get back there, like just remember, <laughs> there's still a healthy way to do this. Yes. Um. Is there? I mean, I guess just more like wide sweeping. Is there anything else? that you sense that you would like to share or that any any of the guides would like to bring through? 
Yeah, they want to remind all of you to love at a greater capacity this year and starting that love with yourself. And if you are not sure how to start in that space, start very simply. Look at your beautiful body that you are in. Find one thing that you love. Then think about the heart that you have and the internal parts of you and think of one thing that you love. Look around you in the space that you are at. Think of one thing that you love. They're saying just starting really small, but allowing this ripple of love to really expand throughout the year. So kind of taking inventory of how you feel at your ability to give love, taking inventory at your ability to receive love. If you want to do an activity they're providing right now, you can rate yourself just on a one to a hundred scale percentage. How much percent am I right now at my ability to give love? And how does that make me feel when I do that? And then vice versa, when you are receiving love, what is my percent to receive love? And tuning into what is your desire for this year? Ultimately, they want everyone to be able to give and receive at 100% because that will really help kind of unify this world. It will balance some frequencies. Um, so they're really encouraging love in any format to come to the forefront more so this year, loving what you are doing, loving what you are creating. If there's anything in your life you don't love, you have full permission to erase, delete, remove it. They want you to just love this experience that you are having and love the process and, um, and just feel love. Mm. <laughs> very, very divine feminine energy. Yes. <laughs> like full circle. We've come right? full circle, right? Yeah. The core of the core of the divinity of feminine energy in being receptive and being able to receive is love. It's, it's the deepest heartbeat of purity in love you cannot receive without love you cannot produce and give without love I mean there's you know if we look at feminine energy as an entity to itself it's about um it's quite badass right it's this this like I will remain on my throne and I am surrounded within and without with so much love that I receive anything and everything. And in doing that, everybody receives as mm -hmm. well. Um, so I, I, that's so good. <laughs> so like mm -hmm. 2022, everybody bring the love, bring the love. Bring the love. <laughs> um, obviously this episode, like I said at the beginning is, is going to go to air kind of towards the end of um, January when we're all kicking off into the year and after our teams had a, a good long rest break as many's need. Um, how can, when people listen to this, how can people get connected with you? And uh, do you have anything kind of happening around the end of January that they might want to jump on board with? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on my website, Emily Merns, M-E-A-R-N-S.com or over on Instagram where I love to hang out and I'm constantly sharing all the good vibes. It's at Emily underscore Merns. And I will be launching for the light language course that I do, which is a way to guide beautiful, beautiful energy healers and light workers in accessing light language, which is like the first form of spoken or non-spoken energy if you have no idea what it is come over to my page and just get all the good vibes for for light codes it's so much fun to play in um so we'll be we'll be launching that and 
a lot of other ways that I can support you is on my website. So any type of channeling or energy guidance, it is all there for you to be supportive in this beautiful year ahead. Mm-hmm. And let me just say from a personal standpoint, I mean, we know that that manifesto projector relationship is great. Like it's probably the easiest relationship, I think, of all. Um, so manifestors often feel a great sense of love and a sense of support from projectors around them. And that's very true, you know, of, of our relationship with it's you know, very reciprocal. Like I get to initiate you and expand you and you get to like support me and guide (laughs) me and like, you know, (laughs) kind of push me down the right funnel sometimes. Um, And so I, you know, I really think that if you are uh, in that space of of being a manifester and um, maybe you're feeling alone, like maybe you're feeling like you're lacking that connection or you're lacking that support. Maybe you're trying to initiate things and, you don't feel like there are the people there on your sidelines cheering you on. I mean, I cannot think of a better person's space to get into than Emily's, right? (laughs) Just get into that energy, feel the incredible love and the incredible warmth that she brings, but also know that within her community, there's a lot of projectors. (laughs) There's like a lot of projectors hanging out in that space over there. So um, yeah, I think the encouragement for me is like start, start building that connection, start building that community, start building those people around you because that's going to set you on an incredible trajectory for the remainder of the year. And and the more that you can utilise different people's skills and utilise different people's gifts to help you come into awareness of yourself, I mean, the, the more you can be, the more you can do, right, the deeper you can go, the wider you can expand. So obviously I speak a lot about, human design, you know, among other things. And, and Emily, you speak a completely different language, right? Like you speak in, in channel and in light language and in guidance, but um, both, both tools are equally as valuable. Yeah. And I think incredibly complementary to each other. So if you're looking for some support in that energetic spiritual journey, go to Emily, just go to Emily. <laughs> Stop it, would it. it would be an honor. <laughs> I love it. Well, I love you. Thank you, my darling, for being here with us, for sharing, you know, our conversations publicly. <laughs> At least like we talk all the time, but it's nice. It's nice for the, um, both of our audiences to hear <laughs> some of what we yeah. talk about. Um, I really appreciate your time and your channeling. I thank you. Thank all of the, the energies and the guides that came through as well. It was, it was such a gift to receive their guidance. Thank you so much. It is an honor to bring the energies and the messages through. Thank you for everyone who tuned in. And it's just such an honor to be here. I appreciate you and everything that you are doing, Holly. It is so beautiful to witness this change that you are creating on this planet. So thank you for being you and thank you for having me here. (laughs) You're welcome. Of course, we'll put all of the links to everything of Emily's in the show notes. So jump in there and head along to follow her. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. 
If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at the Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.